Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And really quickly, before we start the episode, we would love it if you followed us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. Uh, and we would love it even more if you gave us a rating on a podcast or your favorite podcast app. Um, and you can also tell your friends about us. Um, do that one first. Tell your friends and then give us a rating in that order. Anyway, today we are continuing our rewind of season one of Iron Fist with episode 11, Lead Horse Back to Stable, which originally dropped on March 17th of 2017. And as always, here's our rundown of the episode in maybe around one minute. I haven't timed it. Danny refuses to return to Kunlun until the hand is destroyed and Davos questions his motives. He and Davos visit Claire, where she is able to remove a piece of Bakuda's weapon from Danny's wound but does not have the antibiotics he needs to control the infection. Colleen arrives and tries to reason with Danny. She tries to prove her feelings for him by using her connection to the hand to a hand member at a hospital to get the antibiotics for the wound. Danny goes to Harold's penthouse, where Joy has discovered that Bakudo has been transferring Rand Enterprise's money into his own accounts. Harold decides to kill Bakudo and formulates a plan to lure his operatives out of the compound by having Joy close their accounts. Danny agrees to help uh, Harold kill Bakudo, but Joy is against the murder. Uh, the Hand captured Colleen and takes her to a compound, where Danny and Davos wait for Bakudo to emerge. Colleen frees herself, escapes, and Danny rushes to her rather than waiting for Bakudo, revealing his true feelings to her for Davos. Or for her to Davos. Although it would be interesting <laughs> if he suddenly reveals his true feelings to of Davos. Anyway. <laughs> Alright. Um, move on to our fast facts. On your left. Uh-huh, on my left. Got it. Jenny, what are you doing? Yoga? You move about as fast as a pig. Swimming and gravy. You didn't see that coming? You, do you have anything, Al? I have a few, uh, just a few this time. <laughs> uh, I do have two. Oh, cool. Um, so the first one, not really that fast fact, because you remembered it. Um, in last week's episode, uh, you called this episode our antepenultimate episode, mm-hmm. which you taught me that word recently, meaning the third to last. So this is the antepenultimate episode of the season. Um, also, the second thing, that weird piece of modern art that was in Harold's uh, living room in last week's episode is still in it this episode. I'm oh not going to rewind and watch other episodes to see if that piece is like there throughout the series. It probably is. Um, but I've, I've only noticed it these two episodes. So the, but you're saying there's a good chance the art has been there the whole time. Yeah, that's that's there. probably like a spying device, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. We should go back to the last episode and see like when the camera of uh, Harold's uh, penthouse from um, the hand facility, maybe it has those spikes around it in like the edge <laughs> of the frame. Maybe, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> also, I remember telling you anti ultimate, but I had to look it up because I couldn't remember. <laughs> I, I remember there's a word for this that I told Al about. Uh, I had to look it up. Also, um, yeah. it was not spelled the way I thought it was spelled because it's anti 
penultimate, not not anti, like anti, anti. Well, ante means before, like antebellum means before the war. Oh. Anti means against. Okay, well that's good to know. So before the second to last. Okay. Yep. All right. Now that we got that covered, um. <laughs> This episode, uh, Lead Horse Back to Stable, is Kung Fu Sequence number 14, where you grab an opponent's arm and trip him. Oh, that one seems very simple. Yeah, I mean, yes, but you have to give it a name. That's why, like, it's not the coolest name. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's fair. Yeah, and I assume this is about Davos trying to lead Danny back to his uh, calling or his duty. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, trying to think about the rest of it. Uh, and maybe yeah. the hand um, or Bakudo trying to get um, uh, Colleen to do the same thing, come back to the hand. Yeah, you're right. In this episode, these two separate characters have left their the, the place that trained them and made them who they are. And now they're mm-hmm. kind of being uh, lured back. So, yeah. Okay. Also, when um, Colleen is trying to bribe Claire with the pizza that she paid for, mm-hmm. um, there's a banner behind Claire that says New Harlem Renaissance, which was uh, Mariah Dillard's um, like program for Harlem and Luke Cage. Oh, cool. All right. I didn't remember. I guess that did pass then. Okay. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, it could have passed or it could be like, just they left the poster up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. They paid for the ad campaign, and then they never yeah. cleaned it up. Okay, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking about Luke Cage also, Danny gets a holy shirt that belonged to Luke, which he wears it, and I you'd think it would be way bigger for him. Yeah, I was surprised. <laughs> Maybe Danny, or not Danny, Luke just wears really tight shirts all the time. I mean, he kind of does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why not? Yeah. <laughs> um. So I haven't listened to a lot of these episodes, but um, I think Tony, you you showed me the uh, the podcast that Elizabeth Henstridge 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 mm-hmm. Henstridge is doing. So uh, uh, Simmons from Agents of Shield, and so she's been doing. Um, I think it's called was it Live with Lil? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she's been doing that of rewatching the uh, the Agents of Shield episodes, all of them. Um, and wait, she wait, always wait, has wait. It doesn't mean, listener, you shouldn't listen to our rewatches, but she also does it. She's just ripping us off. Continue, Alfred. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Um, to be fair, she does have some really cool guests on. Uh, and I, 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 at this point, I'm mostly listening for, like, the, the guests and, and, you know, mm-hmm. when they kind of talk about stuff, like, for the episode itself. Um, so one of the things that was brought up was that they they had the, um, the, uh, wardrobe person like in charge of uh you know clothing and everything one of the things that that they mentioned was every single piece of clothing you ever see someone wear in a movie or tv show has been fitted towards that person Mm -hmm. and so i i kind of wonder if okay this they they got a shirt they got it fitted for for danny i don't remember the actor's name and then they mess it up just a little bit so they they started out with good and then they got it just a little bit bigger to say, yeah, this is what it would be like on uh, uh, on Luke Cage, and then there's probably no way that that shirt actually fits him. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, yes, it's true. Although I think it would have been better if they just got one fitted to. Um, we're bad at this. 
Yeah, I can't remember his name. Um, Mike Coulter. Yeah, they should have had one fitted in Mike Coulter and had <laughs> Luke just or Danny just swimming in it the whole time. Yeah, that would have been hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um, the last uh, Easter egg I have is Bakudo mentions that one of his students was an orphan in the incident, which obviously is the Battle of New York from the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which I had to go back. Yeah, Sorry. I had to go back. I was actually going back to look up the names of those two students to see if they had any Marvel significance because he mentions the incident like it's no big deal, which it <laughs> isn't. In like at this point, everyone knows about it, but. Like, when Daredevil, when they talk about the incident, it's, like, a big deal. Yeah, I mean, it's been so many more years, right? Yeah. Like, this is, I guess if this was in 2017, it's been five years, I want to say, since yeah. Avengers came out. You mean uh, the Battle of New York happened? Avengers yes. didn't come out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess they came out of the portal. So, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, I mean, we've also had, like, weird arguments or discussions about the timings of the netflix shows because mm-hmm. they they kind of have that they, they don't happen when the episodes drop so that it's it's its own separate thing so yeah. um maybe this was 2015 i i have no idea but yeah yeah we don't know mm-hmm. well actually we kind of do i mean they said that i can't remember the interview and i brought this up before that everything up until defenders because that's when uh, the interview came out was happening between uh, Avengers and Age of Ultron. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, I know that at least Jessica Jones season three happens after Civil War for reasons we'll get to when we get to that in like a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think I know the reason, but all right. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on to our heroes. Woo-hoo. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you were a superhero. Didn't? Mm-mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. I'm the immortal Iron Fist, weapon of Kun Lan. And I'm fulfilling my destiny. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type of... <laughs> Uh, I've got mostly no. It's pretty split between Danny and Colleen. Okay. Who do you want to start with? Uh, let's start with Danny. All right. So um, we got a flashback. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, you can't show a dragon because no one wants to see that on TV. Um, <laughs> yep, never. Uh... Game of Thrones. People watch that to the end. Just because of the dragons. <laughs> and the sex, but mostly the dragons. And the yeah, violence, most... but mostly the dragons. Yeah, mostly the dragons. You know, you, you saw them as little baby dragons, and then you watch them grow up. It's so mm-hmm. cute. Mm-hmm. It's true. So they were always adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but uh, we see how Danny got his tattoo. Not... A hundred percent. I think we get a little bit more later in the season. But yeah, we, we basically see the end of whatever ceremony or whatever it was. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, for all we know, I mean, yeah, it looks like it's like, it looks like it could be burns around it. But it could also mean he like just needs a lot of aqua for. <laughs> um, for all we know, Shao Lao the Undying has one of those um, tattoo artist chairs in there and gave him a tattoo. We don't know. <laughs> 
That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he, which means that uh, if that's exactly what happens, then when people ask him how he got that tattoo, he's really just embellishing the story because he could just say, oh, yeah, you know, standard, you know, needle, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I got it from a dragon. That's still pretty impressive. Yeah, it is. I mean, if that happened to me, I would totally say it that way. <laughs> I would also have a picture of me and the dragon, but that's just me. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's the smart way to do it, but it's not like he had a camera there. Yeah, that's true. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that was before um, iPods had the cameras in them because his iPod survived all those years. <laughs> That's true. Also, we don't know. Maybe it is a uh, Pete's Dragon situation, and maybe he's invisible while he does the uh, when he makes the the tattoo. Well, maybe, but they wouldn't be able to prove it because Davos doesn't know who Pete is, as we find <laughs> out in this episode. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, he knows who Pete's Dragon is. He just doesn't know who Pete is because he never actually cared well, to watch the movie. Well, Pete's Dragon's named Elliot, and this guy's named Shout Out and Dying. So maybe they're related, but they're not the same person. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm surprised I remember that Pete's Dragon's name is Elliot because I have not <laughs> seen. I never saw the remake, and I haven't seen that movie in years. <laughs> I was about to ask you because yeah, same. I did not see the remake, and I it has to have been before I was a teenager at least yeah. that I've seen uh, Pete's Dragon. So yeah. yeah. Anyway, we go to the next uh, flashback, and he's bored. He's guarding the path. No one's come up the path. Path is all clear. Thank God he gets to do this for the rest of his life. Yeah. And he's immortal. He's the immortal Iron Fist for the rest of everyone's lives. <laughs> um. So this is the worst thing you can do. Like, okay, you, you have this great city of what I assume is a lot of warriors. Um, I don't know if everyone is probably not, but you you have a lot of warriors um, and you find your greatest one. You give them some powers and then you tell them to get the hell out, go miles away from the city, um, spend your entire life alone guarding this uh, entrance in the rocks. These, this little cracks in the rocks where, Maybe invaders will come through there. Maybe they'll show up somewhere else. Maybe they'll go around. Um, yeah, but isn't the pass only open once every 15 years? I guess we don't know what, how much of it is. I thought it was the entirety of Kunlun was in that area 15 years. Oh, or are you saying the opposite where Danny only has to hang out there during that one section of time for yeah. every 15 years. Um, if that were true, then what he said to Davos about, yeah, I saw that bird and then I knew that the portal was open. So I left. Like if that were true, Danny just wouldn't have been there bored. Well, see, okay. That's my thing. This is two conflicting pieces of information. We get in that flashback. So we'll mm-hmm. go on with this one where he sees the hawk leaf. Mm-hmm. Um, Yes, he he sees the path. The path is open. And so he knows that nothing could come through the path while the path is closed. But no one has it marked on the calendar when this 15 year um section is when when it's open. <laughs> that's like a thing you should know. <laughs> I, I guess that's a good point. Like, well, I mean, maybe it's not exactly 
15 years. Like maybe it's, you know, 15 years and 12 days. And maybe the next time it's 15 years and four days. Okay. Now, another question. Okay. When they were training for who's going to be the Iron Fist, there was no interview. Like, what do you do if you see that portal open? (laughs) And Danny answer, I run home immediately. Maybe not the best Iron Fist. (laughs) Probably not. But, um, I mean... I don't think there was an interview process. It was just whoever fights the best. Yeah. Yes. Bad process. <laughs> Agreed. Also, we see the hawk that we had no idea what it represented back in like episode one or two. <laughs> yeah, I was going to bring that up later in my 12% because we finally know that that just represents Danny's freedom. Or Danny returning to this world. Um, or how I interpreted it was Danny followed that hawk all the way from Kunlun to New York City. <laughs> That's the exact hawk. Uh, the, the hawk. Um, the hawk we see in New York is the same hawk we saw go through the passage. Okay. Now we do know that Danny had to take a couple of uh, airplane flights in order to get yeah. back. Did, did he get the hawk a seat? Or did the hawk just like fly next to the airplane? Did the hawk just get on the plane it- itself? Like it, it stowed away. <laughs> I mean, and... he followed. Yeah, I think that's the most likely one. He followed the hawk. The hawk went through customs. He bought a <laughs> ticket. He got on the plane, and that's how Danny knew how to get back to New York. <laughs> okay, all right, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, in, in a world, in a world where. Um, there's a dragon, and Danny is somehow the best fighter of all the warrior monks. That's not the most ridiculous thing in the show. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yep. <laughs> if if you told me that that's actually what happened, I would say, huh, okay. Yep. Moving on. <laughs> Appropriate reaction. Yeah. Alright. Um, so, we get to modern, quote-unquote modern day. Um... Danny is trying to focus his chi on the roof. Or, no. It says, uh, oh, I wrote down he's too frustrated and broken to uh, focus his chi. Because this isn't on the roof yet. This is when they're in that weird parking garage thing. Yeah, so they they haven't even gotten to Claire yet. So uh, he's still bleeding. Davos is still trying to convince Danny that they should leave and go back to Kunlun. Danny's like, no, we gotta stay. Uh, mm. So yeah, so then they go to to Claire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, but he uh, like he has to beg Davos to help him stay and destroy the hand, and then I promise I'll go home. <laughs> I swear. Yeah, the same type of promise he made that he wouldn't abandon the past the first time it was open. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So. Claire, uh, it fixes up Danny, and she asks about Colleen, and he just gets really, really, really mad. If she has any monitors, she better hide them. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I kind of wrote down that he's he's getting worse and worse about his mm-hmm. uh, anger problems there, and like he he snaps at her, uh, like he <sighs> for so, mm-hmm. a child. Brought into a monastery at 10 years old. Becomes the greatest warrior of his group. 
and he falls in love and then instantly has anger problems. Who does this remind you of? That's right. Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Danny Rand is a Jar Jar Binks of the Defenders. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but I, I did actually not know what you said until you brought up Star Wars. Like, oh, yeah, you're right. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and he's also, like, everyone's least favorite character until, like, Star Wars, you watch the Clone Wars. Here, you read the comics. <laughs> <laughs> that's true yeah and you find out that in that world or in that storytelling much much better of a character yeah exactly <laughs> so much like we um did last week we should just cast the entire defenders as star wars character. no i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll on. save that for no, yeah. the defenders all right that seems fair that's a good yes. idea <laughs> all right um, I mean, we do get a little bit of uh, backstory about Danny as the Iron Fist, like becoming the Iron Fist from uh, his conversation with the Davos. You know, the, the main thing that I wanted to bring up was that Davos said that he was the first Iron Fist that was an outsider. Mm-hmm. Which also refutes the Orson Rand, because he was an outsider, and he showed, just showed up in uh, Kunlun in the comics. Oh, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. Danny's the chosen one to defeat the hand. <laughs> yeah, I mean they have their their prophecy. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know why it just hit me now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Danny must be on the right track at least, right? Because it's not like he's gonna defeat the hand by just only hanging out in Kunlun. I well. He's a sworn enemy of the Hand, but he's also a defender of Kunlun. Yeah, so that's that whole argument that he and, and Davos had yeah. at, at some point in this episode. I don't know when, so I'm just... I guess it's, we can talk it's about towards it the end of the episode when they're in a car together. Oh, okay, yep. So, yeah, like, it, he he's two things, and this is kind of a point where he has to choose one of them, and he's choosing the one that's a little bit easier for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's already here. He doesn't want to buy a plane ticket. Yeah, he just got back from China like a day ago, two days ago. <laughs> That's true. Plus, he won't even know what plane to fly. There's probably no hawk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He doesn't remember how to get back. Yeah, Davos might. We don't know. I mean, he is better at everything else. So, eh. mm. well, Davos flew there. Davos has a cell phone. Davos is way more prepared than Danny was. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. Um. So in in closing, Davos is or Danny is the worst. <laughs> exactly. Um. Let's see. So, uh, Colleen comes up to see Danny on the roof as Danny's trying to refill his chi. Mm-hmm. Um. From from her point of view, uh, the Kunun monks are evil. So maybe she's Anakin. <laughs> I don't know how her po- from her point of view the monks are evil. Like I get from her point of view the hand is good or at least the version of the hand that raised her. I get that part. I don't know what she knows about the monks at Kunlun that makes her think they're evil. Well, I mean, 
they're jerk faces and they won't let them pet the dragon. I don't know why the hand. Maybe the hand doesn't just does doesn't care about Kunlun. <laughs> <laughs> kind of think so. Yeah, like, eh, you get there once every fifteen years. Eh, all right, let's let's ignore it. We we want the rest of the world over here. We'll we'll try yeah. to take over that. Yeah, I, I mean that's why no one was at the pass when it opened. They just didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean they used to care. Oh, yeah. but that was like 200 years ago or something. I have no idea how long the hand had been around. Uh, yeah. At least every 15 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or they forgot. They they put it down onto a, a physical calendar. They actually wrote it down what year mm-hmm. it'll be. Uh, but then at some point, they everyone switched over to phones. Oh, and sure. then, you know, for a while, they were using like Outlook and that calendar. And then uh, for cost reasons... Um, or other reasons, they just decided to switch over to Google calendars for everything, for all of their office products, and they just didn't move all the calendar appointments over. So uh, they just lost it. Yep. yep. They'll never figure it out. Well, now they know, because Danny left, so they got, uh, <laughs> around this time, 2032. All right, so it's going to be on their calendar, uh, yep. and then hopefully Until they... they change to the whatever the next thing is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All in on Apple's suite, whatever that's called. <laughs> I work or something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah. So they say, "Well, my team is better than your team, and your team sucks." And then they walk away from each other. Yeah. yeah. I think that was exact dialogue too. <laughs> so. <laughs> it it sounds familiar. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Claire tells him not to go to Kunlun, um, knowing that his anger and trauma will destroy everything around him. Uh, (laughs) after saying everything around you will be destroyed, everything you touch if you stay this angry will be destroyed, Danny asks to borrow her car. (laughs) Doesn't Claire remember last time she had some friends use... It was her mom's car at the same time. She went through two of her mom's cars when hanging out with Luke. Yeah. Well, but she knows that now it's okay because Danny is rich. Ah, yes. And he does have whatever car it was that he bought the other day. So if she wrecked or if, if he wrecks her car, he'll just give her the car that he bought previously. That's true. Or let her pick out a new car. Yeah, or that. One of the two. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But she does know that, for the time being, he's still incredibly rich. I don't know if that ever changes throughout the series, but, yeah. No, I don't think we get to a a Dark Knight Rises situation with him. We don't, the show doesn't go long enough to do that. Good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so, they go see Harold, and they're going to cut off Bakudo's money to draw him out, which I don't have a lot to say about that. But they take Claire's car to drive outside of the um monastery facility. I don't know what to call the the hand I, thing. I mean, I call it the compound. I guess okay. that's, that's the closest I can think of. Yeah, yeah. I love I love Davos and Danny's like interaction here. That Davos is mad that he wasn't allowed to drive. 
Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's 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 one of those scenes that you can tell looks is is really good when they like remind you, yes, these are two people that are really good friends, mm-hmm. and they're able to joke around with each other. Um, not that similar to Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I don't think that the two of them are good friends, but <laughs> they they're still able to have those kinds of conversations. Yeah. Uh, they're work acquaintances. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see where they end up. Like, remember, Al, by the time this drops, I think all of Falcon Winter Soldier will be out. Yeah, you're right. I didn't actually look at that, but uh, it'll be almost done. Yeah, we haven't seen a single episode yet. That comes yeah. out on Friday for us. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, they'll be best friends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but another thing, actually, uh, for this scene of what you're talking about with uh, Danny and, uh, and Davos talking, uh-huh. um, Danny knows... Uh, that the rules are different for him because he's rich. That's like one of the few things that he remembered um, oh, yeah. from from his life before Kunlun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we discussed this when he bought that car. Oh yeah, that's right. And now <laughs> we know the answer. He does not have a driver's license. Yeah, uh, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, I'm pretty sure the other reason he didn't want Davos to drive is because Davos doesn't know how to. Unless he's learned since Davos, since he left Kunlun. That might have happened. Well, I mean, to be fair, Danny didn't know how to, supposedly, right? Yeah, that's true. And he... the first thing he did was try to kill kill um, Ward in his own car. Yeah, but, you know, he's, he didn't ask if he could take Ward's car. He just oh, yeah. took it. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, Davos and Danny have the same amount of experience driving a car, like when they both arrived in New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but we get, like, Davos, uh, being mad with him. He felt abandoned. He took, uh, Danny took his birthright. Um, and he's right. I mean, he should be the Iron Fist, because he is way less lame. Uh, yeah, I agree completely. Um, I don't want to get into it too much. They actually do bring this up a lot more in season two. Mm-hmm. Um, but I yeah. that. Yeah, Davos is actually my second favorite character in all of um, Iron Fist after Colleen, because Colleen's still the best. Even though they're <laughs> really putting her on the back burner in these last couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they have their own story. Like, all right, at least at least it makes sense. Like, it's not like they're just ignoring her for whatever. Like, she she does have storyline reasons for it. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, but you know who doesn't ignore Colleen? Danny. Because he ignores the mission and just runs to Colleen immediately. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. And they reunite in the rain. Aww. Well, All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should we go to Colleen now? Yeah, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so... She goes back to her dojo, I guess looking for Danny... Why? I mean, that's the only reason I could think, like, the way she's looking around. Yeah, that that would make sense. I mean, in the past, that's exactly where he would have gone to her mm-hmm. place. So maybe she was hoping that would be it. So Yeah. But uh, Danny's not there. But Bakudo is. Mm-hmm. Um, so he tells her it's time. It's not time to recruit Danny anymore. It's time to control him. <laughs> How? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
yeah, I, I, I'm not sure Bakudo's plan. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, he. I guess we don't know how Bakudo runs the hand. You know, Gao's version is like take members of his family that he wouldn't want killed and then threaten their lives. Yeah. Um, maybe Bakudo was telling Colleen to do that, but he also never had Colleen do that before. So she didn't know like that's a thing. So that's true. Yeah. So um, Claire does, or uh, Colleen does the best possible thing. He, she goes to his, one of his only other friends in New York. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He goes to Claire's house and pays for Claire's food, and we all know we all know the best way to Claire's heart is food. Yeah, that's happened in quite a few episodes. Yeah, yep, <laughs> twice so far in this season when she took yeah. the uh, uh, the leftovers from that catering lunch that Danny paid for. Exactly. So, um, I like how Claire, uh, she's. You know, we'll talk about her later, but she defends um Danny earlier, but now she's like angry at Colleen for being part of the hand. Fair. Mm-hmm. But she brings up you should have um changed your name to another part of the body, like the ear, the arm, or the foot. <laughs> there has to be an outtake where someone says that. There has to be. <laughs> I mean, I should... if they know they're they're Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. There's no guarantee, but there's definitely that thought. I like even it might have been in the script, but they got nixed because they didn't want to get sued by um whoever owns Ninja Turtles now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, I don't know who actually owns them. I mean, Nickelodeon has had a Ninja Turtles cartoon of some sort for uh well over a decade at this point, but I mean that would be Paramount, right? <clears throat> Paramount owns Nickelodeon. I know that. Oh, okay, good to know. Um, then I guess so. Yeah, and then this version of Bakudo's hand is pretty much the foot, right? Recruiting children to do their dirty work. Yeah, that's the entire plot of Secret of the Ooze. Yeah. I mean, and the entire plot of the last two episodes of Daredevil, or of Iron Fist, the most <laughs> recent. Well, I mean, yeah, if you want to go that way. but all right, fine. So, next time I rewatch the show, I'm going to watch episodes one through nine. Mm-hmm. Then Secret of the Ooze, then 11 and 12. Or 12 and okay. 13. <laughs> okay, you'll just skip the two up. All right. I mean, it makes sense. You'll get yeah. pretty much the same thing. You will probably like the main characters more, though. It's true. It's yeah. true. Except <laughs> for, I mean, if we just switch out April O'Neil for Colin Wing, then it's, this is a perfect show. <laughs> Not that I have anything against April O'Neil. But unfortunately, she's the only female character in the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, yeah, so she finds out that Danny needs antibiotics. So she goes get some for her. For mm-hmm. him. Yeah. yeah, she goes to a, a, a previous student who um, I guess is still associated with the hand. Um mm-hmm. Who's uh, going to be a doctor. So this seems like, uh, you know, this... This kind of reminds me of, you know, Hydra in that sense of getting their tentacles into other organizations. Um, 
I don't know if Hydra ever had doctors in just normal hospitals. I, I don't think that that's their kind of thing, but same concept here with the hand, right? Like they're like, hey, this person could actually be a doctor and we could probably use that. So let's mm-hmm. um, doctor them up. Yeah. I find it interesting that she uses the same move that Bakudo uses, um, saying like, am I your sensei or not to the girl? And then Bakudo pretty much did the same thing in the dojo to her. Yeah, that's probably not the first time um, either of them have had to use that on someone. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's the first time for her. I'm sure it's not the first time Bakudo has used that on her. Well, I think it's been... I think the way her she reacts, I think it is the first time he uses it on her. I, it's not the first time he's used it ever. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, definitely not ever. But yeah, uh, I guess I guess you're right. Okay, I I couldn't really tell about first time on her or not, but yeah, I mean the the fact that her relationship with Bakudo, that she's so trusting in him and so sh- surprised at all the bad stuff they're doing, I think like he's always been very like publicly and to all the students, he's very nice, unless it's like this situation, literally the Iron Fist. Might be for the first time. <laughs> um, well, he's not, he maybe seem to be but, in the to the drug stuff, or I don't know what else buildings. <laughs> I don't know what else the hand is doing. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's a good point. We don't really know what his version of the hand is doing. They're they're obviously doing something. He definitely mm-hmm. has some people in like separate groups that do things like black ops missions. Um, and we know that because, I mean, hell, we when we see him, like, what, two episodes ago when they went in to take Gao and uh, and all that stuff, like, mm-hmm. they sent in soldiers or, or yeah. something to that effect. Um, so he, he obviously has them. And then in this episode, too, he has those two people later on who um, are trying to uh, basically kill Colleen and take all of her blood for the hand. Mm-hmm. Um, those people... I I guess either didn't seem trusting of Colleen or something. They they went back to their being evil ways is kind of what they uh, tried to push it as. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, the <laughs> fact that they never showed Colleen this, any of this, but those three other people who are about to drain her blood, those kids, they mm-hmm. totally let in and were fine with it. What did they have that Colleen didn't <laughs> Yeah, and maybe it's one of those you as a person, like what are you, what do you like? And so mm-hmm. maybe they just saw Colleen as like, you know, she's just a really good teacher and yeah. if we get her to believe in whatever values we tell her, she will keep pushing them and then we'll at least get, you know, other trainees and then maybe we'll get some people that we can uh, use for the other different types of activities that we use people for. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. So she's a cog in the machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And think about all the... Now she knows, like, any one of her students that she sent there that they who disobeyed them has probably been drained of blood. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she gets actually pretty good fight scene and breaks the bad guy's nose and fights her way out of the vampire facility. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then um, she decides that, you know what? These hand guys, they're not that great. 
And she wants Danny to kill her, but Danny doesn't, because it's raining and romantic. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Uh, and, no, I yeah. mean, he also like shares the wisdom that Claire says, like, they need us both stop trying to destroy everything. <laughs> that works out for no one but Godzilla. <laughs> I'm trying to think. And yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it really works out fine for Godzilla every time. But yeah. All right. I'm done with our heroes. Unless there's anything else we want to talk about. Uh, no, I've gotten through all my notes. So yeah, let's, uh, let's take a quick ad break and then we'll come right back. Welcome to Baskin Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me. So start graving hazelnuts. Not bad. Danny sent all but the brown M&Ms. That's supposed to mean something? Tony, earlier today, uh, I ran out of cheat. I could not summon my glowing fist to help me open a pickle jar. Uh, do you know what I did to rejuvenate my cheat? I do not. Exactly. I ordered a pizza from Hamster Cheese New York Pizza. Now, I didn't get my order because they're only in New York and they don't deliver to Florida, but I'm told I will get a refund. And that's the kind of top-notch customer service you can expect from Hamster Cheese New York Pizza. And the absolute best thing about this company, they're the best pizza in New York. New York State, that is, not just New York City. Uh, it's so good that this is the pizza Master Splinter gives the turtles as a dessert at, for their pizza after their pizza. Use promo code MCU Rewind to get a free slice of pepperoni pizza with purchase of 12 slices. Remember, that's Hamster Cheese New York Pizza, where the pepperoni is free. It makes me think, how are those Ninja Turtles in such good shape after eating strictly pizza? Uh, well, you know, um, you get a lot of carbs from the, the bread. Mm -hmm. um, and then they just do a ton of cardio. They're always running. That's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Up walls, in the sewers, <laughs> other ways. Anyway. <laughs> Swimming, too, right? They're turtles. Yeah. yeah, they are. And they're in the sewer. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, ready to move on to the villains? Yeah, I'm ready for that. I ask you to what end? Dread it, run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. What the hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Stay right there, boy. Submit to me without further incident. And your friends will be granted a merciful death. Alright. Well, that's all I have for the villains. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have... I didn't realize till right now I have no notes for our villains. So who do you yeah. want to start with? I No, no, I had the exact same thing. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to remember the villains in this. So you've got uh, Bakudo, who... Mm -hmm. did, did we already talk about, like, the one scene? Or, like... I mean, we also saw him talking to Colleen... And then yeah. he has the other two people try to kill her. So we already talked about that. Yeah, we um, talked about everything. And then, like, Harold, not much happens with Harold. They figure out a plan, but... Yeah, they 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 do take the money away from mm -hmm. the hand, or at least from the accounts that the hand have yeah. uh, there. So they, they at least, they start something. So that'll probably culminate into something next week, I assume. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Joy. Yep. 
is there. Yeah, yeah she's there. <laughs> Ward is still in that mental institute from like yeah. three weeks ago, three episodes. Yeah, he's just four. gone. Yeah. Um, until until you said that, I had forgotten where he went. <laughs> I didn't yeah. want to admit it last week. <laughs> I, I was actually going to say something in last week's episode, but then I forgot to. So, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, let's move on to the guy in the chair, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Guy in the chair. I think that's what I want to do. Is help people. With abilities. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. I've got uh, Davos and Claire. All right. Uh, let's start with Davos because, I mean, we see him at, more at the beginning of the episode too stuff. So yeah. um, I, I I don't have much about him, especially separate from what we've talked about already. Um, the mm-hmm. only other thing is that he, uh, he, he did say that he himself was almost the Iron Fist. So mm-hmm. we that does at least give us a another comparison of how good of a fighter he is. Mm-hmm. Um, well, his father was Lei Kung, like Danny's trainer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was literally born for this. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also he, he does seem a lot better at controlling his anger mm-hmm. uh, than Danny is. Um, now when he gets angry, he does that thing that Claire noticed. She's like, Hey, what's that thing you did? And he, you know, he, he centered himself. Um, Danny, I guess does that sometimes. I don't think I noticed because Claire says that she's seen Danny do it, and I realized I don't. I don't he, remember once he that did happened. it on the plane. Oh, okay. Once. once. He needs to do it more, or he needs to find a healthier way. Because she also calls out that it's not very healthy. Yeah, exactly. Like you do, you do need to deal with it. Maybe not in that moment, but mm. um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I just want like an entire episode of Davos and Claire hanging out in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean <laughs> uh despite pizza being poisoning to the body and soul, it's not horrible to him. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what else would he find that's also not horrible to him? Yeah. Um nachos. No, no, he wouldn't, because he's literally murdered a man who was selling nachos. Oh, yeah, you're right. That would be bad. I think he did it. I mean, there are plenty of food trucks in New York. He did it because he specifically doesn't like Mexican food. I'm sure. All right. Well, let's move Davos to the villain section, I think. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) All right. Uh, honestly, I'm I'm pretty much out of any notes that I had for Davos. I don't know if you have nope, anything else. That, that's about it. Okay. Cool. Then Claire. Um, she's studying up on chi. Because yeah, yeah, so she saw it work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's seen that work, and she's seen other crazy things too. So, like, hey, maybe there's more to this that she can learn and figure mm-hmm. out. Um, maybe it'll help other people too, not just Danny summon the Iron Fist. Yeah. Um, hey, how does she make money right now? I, I mean, I'm assuming she doesn't. <laughs> well, she has an apartment in New York City. Yeah. Um, so maybe it's rent controlled and she's paying 400 a month because her aunt died and no one ever changed the name. Maybe. 
Hopefully like, Danny starts paying for her place. <laughs> yeah, someone needs to. Yeah, right? Yeah. Because, um, let's see, Matt Murdock? He, I mean, I, I guess we, we assume he's back to just being a lawyer. Maybe uh-huh. he's daredeviling on the side. I don't remember. Um, I don't think he is. Okay, then, yeah, he's he's lawyering, but he's probably doing his version of lawyering, which is not getting paid. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we've got Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. And Luke Cage is in jail, as far as we know. Yeah, I mean, so. he could have given her the insurance money from the bar that blew up in Jessica Jones. Yeah, that's possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, th- I only have one more thing about Claire. Okay, she is sure that dragons aren't real. <laughs> we talk about this a lot in Marvel Cinematic Universe. Where's the line? <laughs> you just gotta assume everything's real, because you know in Marvel everything is real. <laughs> yeah, I mean we we go back to that episode of Jessica Jones. Where she said that she had ninety nine friends with powers, right? Is it was that the line? Yeah, and something yeah. about her having uh, laser beam eyes. Like none of those things are true, but they could be. Yeah. Well, no, Jessica like couldn't have ninety nine friends. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> but she could have laser eyes. <laughs> she could. It's yeah. very true. <laughs> I mean, we're not there yet. But someone will have laser eyes in here. That is true. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy how <laughs> she draws the lines at dragons. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Now, to be fair, that is really far from the type of stuff she's seen. So far, she's seen yeah, people sure. with powers. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's seen a person come back to life or if Daredevil told her. I mean, he might have told her uh, Bakudo. That's the only one he knows as of now, right? Not Bakudo, goodness gracious. Um, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, the character. Uh, Yeah, he's... The Japanese Mm -hmm. guy. Yeah, the guy that almost killed Danny um, that one time. Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Didn't wait, no. Almost killed Matt. Yeah, Matt. Matt, sorry. <laughs> yes. Like he uh, wasn't going too far back. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I. Uh, she's gonna get her mind blown when Doctor Strange becomes well known. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. If he's well known, I don't know their status anymore. Especially yeah, after that's... like WandaVision and it's like well known what happened in the battle. Yeah, for a long time I had questions, but now I like like how much do people actually know? But yeah, from that little bit in WandaVision, now we know that people just know stuff about like I guess every Avenger, every hero. Yeah. Like maybe there's just been I, I guess I don't know if interviews are right, but maybe there have been interviews. Maybe they ask people stuff. Yeah. Maybe the world actually knows about Old Man Cap, and he's the one who gave all the interviews, because um, Social Security checks weren't doing it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, then again, he also knew what stocks to invest in and all that stuff. That's so. true. I mean, yeah. Cap wouldn't do that, though. 
he'd be like just taking advantage. Peggy would want him to. <laughs> Not because Peggy's a bad person, but she's a lot more pragma- pragmatic than Cap is. <laughs> That's true. Well, maybe he would know the good stocks. He'd be like, okay, well, invest in this company because they're morally on the right. And in- invest in Stark, but around 2008, sell it all. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, if you hear him go missing, yeah, that that just get rid of it all. <laughs> yeah, all of it. All of it. <laughs> You know, um, maybe that's it. Maybe he just only invested in Stark Tech. Yeah. I mean, it would make sense for mm-hmm. like 25 years or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, that's one of the rules about stonks. They always go up. <laughs> All right, Al. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost your best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, what? How many chewy pieces of pizza would you give this episode? Oh, easily two. Two chewy (laughs) pieces of pizza. Um, I mean, this was exactly a continuation from last week's episode, Mm -hmm. um, but it was like all the the downer stuff, right? The conversations. We did see a little bit more about Bakudo's kind of how he runs his version of the hand so that was kind of nice but it was it was pretty boring so low low too okay um i would give this a little better than you two and a half the only thing i like i like actually i'll give this a three because i liked davos Mm -hmm. he's always fun at least right now and um i like how colleen was more proactive in this episode that's true, yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, we're continuing this thing that we started last week um, where we ask some questions at the end. Where is Gamora? Yeah, I'll do you one better. Who's Gamora? I'll do you one better. Why is Gamora? You got hard, kid. Where are you from? Queens. Brooklyn. Well, then tell me what's so important about today's date. <laughs> What was the question again? Uh, so, Tony, I'll ask you this question and ask you, everyone else, all of our listeners. Um, Tony, in this episode, Colleen tried to use pizza to get into Claire's apartment and then back into Danny's heart. Um, Tony, if your significant other lied to you about being a member of an evil organization, uh, what food would you want them to give you in order for you to forgive them? Well, I mean, it's going to be, it has to be really specific. So, mm-hmm. um, I could tell you exactly where this place is, but no one would know. Um, there's a tire place in South Sacramento that always has a taco truck, and their burrito is the best burrito I've ever had. <laughs> so, if she went, waited for the specific hours it was open, and actually got that burrito, then I might let her back into the life and help uh, her help me let her help me fight the hand <laughs> okay what about you al um you know, all right for some reason we're both on the hispanic food thing um so one of my favorite restaurants um in sacramento when i was living there was uh there, there was this mexican restaurant and uh you know i always got the same thing when i went there it was the uh it was the uh, uh, chicken enchiladas with the you know, 
standard sides, but those those enchiladas were really good. Um, and there is also not any really good, like really good Mexican food out here in Florida. So, um, you know, something like that. If uh, if if she went, you know, flew to California, got it, flew back. Yeah, um, it was yeah. a bigger deal. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, let's give them a plug. What is that place? Oh, um, Trace Hermanas. Oh, uh, that's a good place. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah, uh, and before we uh, leave, let we'll ask you, our audience, what food would you want? Uh, let us know on Twitter. Again, we are at MCU underscore Rewind, um, and I think we're also posting these on Twitter. So if you mm-hmm. find that posting too. Um, go for it. It's not. Yeah. Oh, huh. I was going to say now, listener. Remember, it's not just what food do you want. It's what food would you potentially allow someone talk you into betraying the thing you hold us dear. What food would you um would that be a bribe for? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So um, you could also. I mean, if you want to double this question, um, maybe it's also something like, what would your last meal be? Because in you know, in essence, it's you know something of uh, great importance to you i guess yeah yeah all righty so um we'll close this out now uh join us next week we'll keep talking about uh iron fist season one we'll be on the penultimate episode episode 12 bar the big boss uh and in the meantime follow us on twitter we are at mcu underscore rewind uh we would love it if you gave us a rating uh on apple Podcasts or whatever other podcasts you can give us ratings on i think spotify um other ones to let us know what those are if you can give us a rating on that anyway this is the marvel cinematic rewind signing off have a marvelous day